Welcome to the Finding Freedom with Food podcast. I'm Cindy Fox, certified intuitive eating counselor, coach, and registered health professional. If you've spent years struggling with food and body image issues, and you're tired of having stress around food control your life, I'm here to help. Here on Finding Freedom with Food, I teach you how to step away from dieting, learn to trust yourself with food, and eat intuitively. Each week, I'll be dismantling unhealthy diet culture practices that are keeping you disconnected from your body's innate wisdom, and I'll be sharing my best tools, strategies, and mindset shifts to help you rebuild the peaceful, sustainable relationship with food in your body that you were born to have. In addition to this podcast, I'm always sharing free resources on my website, findingfreedomwithfood.com, and social. So find me at finding.freedom.with.food on Instagram and finding freedom with food without the dots on other social platforms. Eating really can be effortless, pleasurable, and fun again. So if you're ready to get reacquainted with the intuitive eater inside of you, let's dive on in. Welcome back to Finding Freedom with Food. For so many of us, dieting has been a regular part of life. This drive to obsess about shrinking our bodies has been totally normalized because we live in a very diet-centric culture. And in fact, each year, 45 million people in the United States alone go on weight loss programs, and there's no shortage of options from meal plans like Nutrisystem, elimination diets like keto, low-carb and Whole30, tracking apps like Lose It, MyFitnessPal, and WW, to weight loss products such as meal replacement shakes, bars, and supplements. The list goes on and on. Now, while diet and weight loss has grown to be over a $71 billion industry, what's so fascinating and equally frustrating is that there's no evidence that people are becoming slimmer as a result. In fact, the opposite seems to be true. Now, of course, The whole goal and purpose behind dieting is weight loss. However, there is so much scientific research that shows a clear link between dieting and weight gain. Now, evidence-based studies indicate that the more people engage in dieting, the more they gain weight in the long term. In fact, studies have shown that 95 to 98% of people regain the weight they lost within two to five years. And two-thirds of those people gain more weight back than they initially lost. So the truth is, dieting is the quickest way to short-circuit a healthy relationship with food. In fact, the system of dieting itself creates a setup for failure. So think about it. Dieting is all about restriction, right? So it all starts with the desire to be thinner. So what happens? We start a diet that includes restricting either certain types or amounts of food. That restriction ultimately starts to lead to feelings of deprivation. And deprivation leads to intense cravings, which get harder and harder to resist. Intense cravings will ultimately lead to either binge eating or overeating the food we've been restricting. And this leads to the regaining of weight and feelings of failure and guilt. And for so many, this pattern becomes a vicious ongoing cycle. Now, here's the other thing. When diets inevitably fail, instead of blaming the diet, We pile on the guilt and shame on ourselves because we think that there's something wrong with us or we don't have enough willpower and we're the reason that the diet failed. But the truth is, it was never your fault. Biologically, your body experiences the dieting process as a form of starvation. 
Our bodies are in a constant pursuit to keep us alive and are biologically hardwired to respond to any type of food restriction, no matter if it's intentional or unintentional, by seeing it as a dangerous threat. So what exactly happens when we go on a diet? Well, first, brain chemicals are going to sense danger from decreased nourishment. And this triggers a slowing down of our metabolism to protect stored fat for future energy. Your appetite gets stimulated and then thoughts of food become obsessive. So this primal state of hunger and increased desire for food is often what leads to binge eating and rebound waking. Now, some of the potential negative consequences of chronic dieting include a slowed rate of weight loss with each diet due to decreased metabolism. Those increased cravings and binges are triggered as brain chemicals are secreted when the brain senses it's not getting enough calories and carbohydrates. Now, you will also see body shape changes, in particular, an increase in abdominal fat, which is potentially more dangerous to health. And then, of course, there's other potential side effects, including headaches, menstrual irregularities, fatigue, dry skin, hair loss, and brittle nails. Now, satiety cues can also atrophy, so you won't feel hunger or fullness in the same way. And bodies are more apt to store more fat when the diet is over. And all the weight cycling contributes to increased health risks, including heart disease and an increased risk of premature death. Now, what about the 2-5% to of people who do maintain significant weight loss for more than five years? Well, research is showing that many exhibit disordered eating behaviors, including obsessive thoughts about food, weight, and exercise, and compulsive efforts to control their eating and body size. In a 2017 research study by a group of eating disorder researchers, they found that there are remarkable parallels between the behavioral patterns of successful weight loss maintainers and individuals with chronic anorexia nervosa. Now, here's another important fact to keep in mind. Researchers have determined that genes are more than 70% responsible for a person's weight and shape. So just like your height, shoe size, and eye color, your body size and shape are predetermined by DNA programming, or what we refer to as your genetic blueprint. This is also referred to as our biological set point weight. And your set point weight is based on the theory that your body tries to maintain your weight within a set range. And that range is typically a 5 to 10 pound weight range that is effortless to maintain. Now, it is true that environmental factors interact with genes. So for example, restrictive eating in childhood could keep an individual from reaching their genetic potential for height. Likewise, as I've been sharing, food restriction and starvation interact with genes for body size, causing people to gain weight to protect against the next famine. So it's because of this that repeated dieting often drives weight up over time. It's really your body's way of keeping you safe from danger. And here's what's really important to understand. Striving to attain and maintain a weight that's below your body's genetically predetermined set point range requires restrictive behaviors that have proven to be unsustainable and have negative consequences to your physical and mental health as well as your well-being. So what's a chronic dieter to do? With dieting, you have to ignore your body's signals and cues for what it needs and follow external rules, such as restricting or eliminating food groups or counting calories or points. 
The solution lies in increasing your capacity to tune inward and become attuned with the inner signals of your mind and body. And as humans, we were born knowing how to nourish our bodies in this way. We were born intuitive eaters. Think about it. As babies, we instinctively knew to cry when we were hungry and simply stop eating when we were full. Now, that instinctual pattern of eating has gotten hijacked for so many by a diet culture that's taught us not to trust our body's cues for hunger, fullness, and satisfaction. Instead of listening to the most knowledgeable and trustworthy expert of all, which is our own body, we're taught to trust the ever-changing opinion of quote-unquote experts who have lots to say about what's good or bad, healthy or unhealthy. Now, the path to getting reacquainted with that intuitive eater inside of you is a process that requires unlearning unhealthy unsustainable diet thought patterns and habits, and creating mindset shifts and new behaviors to create a peaceful and normalized relationship with food. Now, here's the good news. When you finally get to a place where you decide to step away from dieting and focus on healing your relationship with food and start honoring your hunger and fullness with foods that are satisfying, and this can also include getting better at managing negative emotions without using food as your main coping mechanism, the yo-yo weight cycling will subside and your body will get to the maintainable weight that it was meant to be at. Now, consistently getting to a place where you feel comfortably full after eating versus uncomfortably full happens after you've broken free from the physical and the mental restriction and deprivation that chronic dieting has created. Restricted diets are unsustainable, and they leave us feeling frustrated and disconnected from our bodies. So here are some of the things you can take action on if you're ready to begin breaking free from the vicious, unsustainable diet cycle. First, question your food rules. What rules do you follow and where do they come from? Are they helpful or are they unhelpful? This goes hand in hand with making a decision to avoid restrictive diets altogether and to start work on learning to honor your body's cues around food. So again, hunger, fullness, and satisfaction to help you make eating decisions based on internal cues and not on a set of external rules that could never align with what your body needs in a given day. Also, focus on variety, moderation, and balance. Healthy nutrition means eating a full spectrum of nutrients and types of foods and allowing yourself to eat all types of food without going to extremes of either too much or too little. Now, consistency over time is what matters when it comes to nutrition. One meal, one snack, or one day of eating will not make or break your health. And seeking support can be one of the best ways to accelerate your progress on the intuitive eating journey. So check out the show notes for studies that I've referenced and links to resources and programs to support you on your food freedom journey. Downloading my free guide, which is called Quick Start Tips for Getting Started with Intuitive Eating, is a great place to start. Now remember, you were not put on this earth to obsess about calories, macros, or points. Your body instinctively knows what it needs to thrive, and you can relearn how to listen to, honor, and trust those innate cues that will allow you to stabilize and maintain your healthiest weight. So keep tuning in each week as I share more insight and strategies to move you along on your food freedom journey. It's the little changes along the way that can add up to big results.
Well, thank you so much for listening. I hope this has been informative and gave you some food for thought and maybe a bit of inspiration to start stepping away from restrictive dieting. Until next time, I hope you have an amazing week and take good care of yourself. Well, thank you so much for listening to the Finding Freedom with Food podcast. Make sure to check out the show notes for any resources mentioned in this episode. If you like what you heard, please subscribe and leave the show a review and let me know what you want to hear more of. Leaving a review will also help others get inspiration, support, and resources to help them on their food freedom journey. If you found this episode helpful, share it on social media and don't forget to tag me at finding.freedom.with.food on Instagram and finding freedom with food without the dots on other social media platforms. And remember, you are not put on this earth to live life obsessed with what you eat and caught up in a never-ending battle with your body. So keep focusing on tuning out the diet culture voices and turning up the volume of your body's amazing intuition.